Welcome back to On Brand Brides. I'm Song King, that song like you sing, and king like a king and queen. My guest today is another good friend from college, where she was known as being one of the smartest and put together people that any of us will ever know, honestly. I'm talking genius engineer who killed it straight out of college, first at Disney, where she met her now husband, and now SpaceX. I'm not joking when I say that I wouldn't be surprised if one day she ends up running one of those companies or like even the country. She and Gareth got married in December of 2021 in Orlando, Florida, and I'm really excited to have her on today to hear about all the details. Elise Ripley, welcome to On Brand Brides. Oh my gosh, thank you, Song. This is so fun, and I'm so excited to be on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. It's been a while since we've seen each other. Yeah, I think um, since the pandemic messed up a lot of like travel plans, I lost touch with a lot of my friends in California, so it Mm -hmm. was so great to see so many people come over to Florida for a wedding. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I think the last time I saw you was when I was in Florida in 2018, which We went is... to Miami. Yes, we went that to Miami. So that was a wild weekend. I don't think I've been back or I never need to go clubbing in Miami again. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, that was a great weekend. Yeah, but that was also, I think, when I met Gareth for the first time. Um, when we went so. to Disney World. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And I think back then we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. So it was like mm-hmm. super casual, but um, yeah, you know, we've been, you know, Disney people for a while. So this is actually new for me, like not being a Disney person. <laughs> I know. I know. I remember when at the time you were saying like, I might be a lifer. And I mean, I had like the best Walt Disney World experience because of you too. Like you guys <laughs> set up the fast passes. You're like, no, 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 this ride's not worth it. Let's go here first. Like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, we are on a schedule. Like we have to do everything. We have two days. We're going to hit all the rides. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And Gareth was such a like, um, like super into it and so friendly. (laughs) And um, it was, it was a really good time. Yeah. So speaking of you and Gareth, I want to kind of introduce you guys to the audience. How would you describe yourself, your brand, um, both for yourself and as a couple? So I think you kind of mentioned this, but I am definitely super organized, very Mm -hmm. over prepared type a um but i think i would describe our brand like we're pretty like cool calm collected like on the outside but on the (laughs) inside i'm like always thinking and i have like a lot of anxiety and i'm like spinning things through my head um and I think that like contributes to both of us being like hardcore introverts. Like yeah. we are super introverted. And, and the pandemic for us was kind of like, oh, we can't hang out with people. Well, that's okay. We'll just stay at home. And it was awesome. Um, <laughs> but like we're fairly casual and relaxed. Um, but I wouldn't say that means that we're carefree because mm-hmm. we do put a lot of thought into making sure that details are like elevated and like yeah. intentional. Yeah. Um, so like when we travel, like we'll book like very basic like stays and airfare, but we'll like totally splurge on like the dining and experiences that like mean a lot to us. Yes. Um, so I'd say like the differences between us, like he is definitely like I call him like a chef. Like he mm-hmm. cares so much about like the details and like making sure everything is um really, really high quality. And I am like the sous chef that just like executes and plans <laughs> and makes sure that everything goes very smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. So you kind of mentioned that um, you got, you, you're a planner and on the inside, sometimes you can have a lot of anxiety. So what was the planning process for the wedding like for you? 
for the wedding, like I was both the chef and the sous chef. <laughs> my um, saving grace was I did have a partial planner, which was awesome okay. because it was just a professional that knew the industry, knew the business. Mm-hmm. I could bounce ideas off of. Yeah. And it helped that we had uh, roughly 18 months to plan because we got engaged in February of 2020. Okay. And um, we had booked pretty much everything by like April or June of 2020. And it was like the very early stages of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so it was awesome because like we locked everything down when things were uncertain. Yeah. And one of the hardest parts was picking our date because we mm-hmm. weren't sure if we would be able to get married in spring of 2021. Right. And we were like, you know what, let's just push it. And we were really glad that we did because it kind of opened up a little bit then. Yeah, I was going to say, so like the date that you got married was the original date you chose. It was, yeah. That was, that's really great because I feel like most people who were planning in 2020 all ended up having to reschedule. Right. We did go to one wedding in 2020 that was in Tahoe. So we all traveled mm-hmm. there, but it was so much fun. But it was just so bizarre to travel in like fall of 2020. And we're all yeah. like in and out of the airport. And it wasn't like a trip. It was like we wanted to be there for this couple. And then we were back right. home. Right, right. Yeah. You couldn't make a like whole vacation out of it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So when you were planning the wedding, what did you kind of start with? What was your vision? I think the beginning was definitely the venue mm-hmm. like we I well I'll say we but really it was I wanted like a really <laughs> breathtaking venue and originally I really wanted to get married in California like I mm-hmm. just always imagined getting married in California yeah. we do have I guess I have a lot of family in Asia yeah. and um I didn't want to have them travel across the you know a continent and like a country yeah. um to get to our wedding so California just made a lot of sense Um, but like looking at the pandemic and not knowing like what was going to happen, we found Bella Kalina. We toured, um, one afternoon. That was the only venue that we looked at and we were just like, this will do. Wow. (laughs) That's really nice when like the first one you look at is the one. There are like so many, um, venues in Florida that are very rustic, Mm -hmm. um, and like farm-like and barn-like. And I think they're absolutely gorgeous, but they weren't my vibe. So, yeah. 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 We ended up Bella Clean. And it's like this gorgeous, like Italian villa style. Like you feel like you're in Napa or you're like yes. Europe, but it's a golf course. I was just going <laughs> to say that when I looked at the pictures of your wedding, it looked very like Napa wine country vibes. Yes. So I feel like you were able to kind of bring that California aesthetic a little bit to Florida. Yeah. And I was telling my bridesmaids, like, the theme is, like, we're not in Florida right now. (laughs) We are in California. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. What does that actually mean? Like, what did you do to accomplish that besides, like, the vibe? (laughs) Oh, gosh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It just just, it didn't feel like – okay, so a big part of it is, like, the views. Like, in California, you have mountains, you have ocean, you have rolling hills. In Florida, you have none of that. It is so flat in Florida. It's pure swampland. So I wanted to make sure that the backdrop had some form of geography. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, the area that Bella Clean is in is one of the few areas um, local to Central Florida that has kind of, like, a rolling hills look in the background. Really, it's just golf course. Um, (laughs) But I think it looks gorgeous in pictures. So that was a big element. it was also super important to me that we get married outdoors and yeah. have the reception outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such like a winery vibe. Yeah. And also with COVID-19 still being like a very active topic, um, it made a lot of people feel at ease to know that all the events were outdoors. Totally. 
Yeah. So we had like the market lights and the night sky and I was not about to get married in like a ballroom. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I get that. It's actually really funny how many people have like really strong feelings either for or against outdoor weddings. Like mm-hmm. some people talk to me, they're like, absolutely. I will only get married outdoors. And some yeah. people are like, I hate being outdoors. I definitely <laughs> want to be inside. So. I have to say a Florida winter is gorgeous. A Florida winter is like a California spring. Mm. Like the weather is perfect. It is a lot drier, though it was a little muggy on our day. Um, <laughs> but I took it so far as to have a standby tent like on hand just in case there was a chance of rain because it's Florida. It yes. rains. Um, and I was prepared. checking the weather. Yeah. Like two weeks in advance, I was checking the weather like every three or four hours and it would go from like 3% chance of rain to like 6% chance of rain. And I would just freak out and like call my planner and be like, is the tent still there? Like we're still going to have the tent, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I totally, I totally get that. Well, at least you had the tent and everything. When we were planning our wedding, we looked at like the average rainfall for the past 10 years for like that city. (laughs) We're like for that day and everything. So. Yeah, weather is no joke. (laughs) Did your venue make you have a rain backup plan? We had no rain backup plan. So, Mm. um, yeah, we were kind of just yeah (laughs) it was gonna it was gonna it was gonna happen outdoors regardless. Um, I know that they said like they have things to handle it, and I'm sure we could have made it happen. Like Mm -hmm. I knew everyone that we worked with were like local vendors and everything um and like knew each other so they said like hey if anything goes wrong we know a guy with a thing with the blah 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 and like we'll we'll make it happen for you so yeah i could trust them a lot of venues in florida write into their contract that you must have a rain backup plan so we had to have one and ours was a tent but Mm -hmm. oftentimes people will use like a ballroom or an indoor space got it okay Yeah, that's a good thing to know if like that's in your contract and stuff, Mm -hmm. which probably makes you end up feeling a lot better because yeah, it's taken care of. I would just hate it. I know some brides like don't read the contract. It's like, no, you should really read the contract. There's a lot of good detail in there. This (laughs) is the time to like not just skip to the bottom and sign like the terms of service. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys met at Disney. Did you Mm -hmm. have any little Disney details (laughs) from the wedding? We actually explicitly did not want to have (laughs) Disney at the wedding. We had a lot of friends that we worked with at Disney Mm because the company was very like family oriented. Like everyone you work with truly felt like family to me. Yeah. And like for so many of my old coworkers like show up at my wedding and have Mm -hmm. so much fun. It meant a ton to me. Um, At the time, I actually wasn't working for Disney or SpaceX. I was actually working at Blue Origin. Oh, um, right. Which I think is so funny because like – it just like it was not me at the time um but uh no we didn't have any disney details at the wedding yeah okay wait so you were working at blue origin but didn't you have like a spacex jacket or something what was that i did so i had this jacket and my um now mother-in-law um took the time to hand sew every patch on and those were all of the launches that i was a part of when i was at spacex uh before i quit um, but then I came back to SpaceX, so it's all oh, good. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and that was only some of them. I think during the first year that I was at SpaceX, um, I was like a part of around 27 launches, which is like Holy super sick. Crap. 
And yeah. they only give you patches for like um, really memorable ones. Um, mm-hmm. But I did have one Disney patch on the front and one Blue Origin patch on the other side. That's so really those weren't cute. shown in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I saw the picture of your jacket and I thought it was so adorable. It's like a white denim jacket and there were pearls on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I found that. I went shopping like the month before my wedding because it was like Black Friday mm-hmm. and our wedding was December 11th. And I just bought all this stuff from like Anthropology and like Untamed Petals and yeah. Amazon. And I went on a return spree of stuff that I didn't actually use afterwards. Good for you. But I had so much stuff just sitting in my closet and I can just like mix and match because I didn't want to make any decisions. I just wanted choices. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the decision fatigue, like leading up to the wedding. I totally get that. What did you use the jacket for? Like, was it mostly a gift or? It was a prop. Um, yeah. We put on the back of my chair. It was really fun to carry them in our exit photos, which was yeah. actually a fake exit. So, Ooh, is that the exit. with the sparklers? <laughs> yeah. So we um, wanted our photographer to be with us at the beginning uh, when we were getting ready. Right. Um, and we didn't know if we wanted him to stay the entire event. So we just said, hey, we'll have a fake exit at 9 p.m., Um, Our event ended at 10 p.m. and then our photographer could leave afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So we brought everyone to this little alley and our DJ actually suggested that we stay in the same area that our like dance floor and like reception was so Mm -hmm. people wouldn't start leaving, which was like perfect because as soon as the fake exit was done, he like really like amped it up and it was awesome. (laughs) Nice. Nice. So you kind of mentioned like not having the photographer there the whole time. What kind of went into the thought process there? Um, his wedding packages were just based by hour. So oh, okay. we went for like the mid-tier um, package. Looking back, that's probably one thing I would have changed. I would have okay. asked him to stay until the very end because mm-hmm. I wanted all those like really candid, cute shots of everyone on the dance floor because yeah. it really wasn't until like the final hour where things really got hyped up on the yeah. dance floor. And there were so many, I don't remember my dessert table or mm-hmm. my late night bites because we were always on the dance floor and it was just so oh, much that. fun. Um, but I wish that we had the photographer stay for those moments. <laughs> no, I totally get that. I think it's, um, that's like good to know because I'm sure a lot of brides planning their weddings are also debating whether it's worth it. Um, so I had, I had the photographer there the whole time and I definitely mm-hmm. love that. So, yeah. Okay. So what are some of your favorite memories from your wedding? Uh, first look with Gareth was like yeah. unexpectedly emotional. Like, okay. <laughs> for you or for like, him or for both? It was for both. And I was really surprised that he was like very emotional about it. Um, oh. So <laughs> the way that it went down was they had him at like the top of this gorgeous staircase. And mm-hmm. like my bridal suite was just around the corner and they just like handed me the bouquet and they were like, all right, go walk up the stairs. And I was like, uh, okay, like okay, I'll yo. do this. Um, so like I see him and I think the entire morning I was just so nervous and mm-hmm. I internalized that and that comes off as like being very walled off to everybody and like quiet. Yeah. But like I walked up the stairs and like I had this bouquet and like I do the whole like tap him on the shoulder thing and like yeah. he turns around and it's just like that moment when you connect and you're like, oh my gosh, we're here and like – his face just gets all twisted and my face gets all twisted. And I'm like, oh my God, we're getting married. So, (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Were you guys crying? Yeah, we were totally crying. And I'm like, don't make me cry. Like my makeup, we paid a lot for this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like 
where like he like tries to kiss me and I'm like wait I have lipstick on like I don't know how it's gonna be air so. kisses air kisses <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was like a moment that I didn't expect to mean so much to me and mm-hmm. I think it helped prepare me for walking down the aisle because I would have been a mess down the aisle yeah <laughs> did you guys um like get emotional or cry again after that point or did you kind of get it all out there I think that's when we got it all out so nice. that was good for us but yeah. walking down the aisle was also super emotional because on my arm, or I guess I was on his arm, but my dad was losing it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is adorable. But it's it's such a moment to walk down the aisle and to see all these people looking at you mm-hmm. and they're all here for you. Yeah. And that was just so unexpectedly overwhelming to me. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. probably honestly the best moment of my life. It's just like walking down that aisle to my husband. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think like people always say like, wow, like best moment, best day and all this stuff. And like it really is so true just like being there and like seeing mm-hmm. like the genuine joy that your friends and family have on their faces Absolutely. for you. And like yeah. unex- people unexpectedly crying and you're like, I did not expect <laughs> that person to be crying and stuff. Like, yeah. Ugh, I love that for you. I used to not be a big wedding person. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, weddings are just an industry. Like, let's just throw a party. <laughs> yeah. But like, I am so into it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Same. I mean, clearly. I'm so into it. <laughs> um, any other favorite memories from the wedding? Uh, first dance. I think a lot of people on your podcast have talked about their first dances. Mm-hmm. Some choreographed, some not. We took about six or seven classes at like a local studio and they okay. just taught us some basic steps and we had practice at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just nice to surprise all our guests um, with a non-awkward like swaying dance. Yes. Um, we definitely choreographed it. Oh, pro tip. So when you like choreograph, what someone told me was choreograph in like stages. So always mm-hmm. have an intro, always have an exit. Mm-hmm. always have like a, a middle part that's like a smart like yeah and then you have like some filler and that's yeah. all we needed to know and um we got that out of six classes and it was really more for the pictures I'll be like super honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um we have a full video of it um that someone took on their cell phone nice. um, I wish I had asked a bridesmaid or like assigned a bridesmaid to take a video of it mm-hmm. I totally forgot but we have a video so it all worked out you guys I mean you talked about how you guys are both introverts how did you feel um just like having a first dance like knowing that you were introverted did you consider not having it at all or do you think like doing the lessons and the choreography really helped you overcome that we were absolutely having a first dance like that was part of my must have <laughs> But how did I feel? We were super nervous. Like mm-hmm. um, before our reception, um, we had just taken a bunch of photos. They like right. drive you around in a golf cart and then they oh, put cool. you in a little um, suite. And when we were there, my planner asked, did we want to have a first look of the reception area? And I was like, no, I can't look at the dance floor right now. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so we just like sat in there and it was a nice moment, just me and Gareth. Um, and I was like, should we practice this? Like, do are we ready? And we were fine. Um, but we were definitely very nervous. Um, one thing that went wrong at our wedding Ooh. was um, we actually flipped the entire reception layout 180 degrees. Oh, um, on so purpose? We were supposed to, uh, <laughs> funny story. So <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, when I walked, okay, I'll just back up to when we were getting ready. I yes. walked into the bridal suite and um, our planner let us in and our florists had already dropped off our bouquets and the bridesmaids' bouquets. Okay. And I looked at them and I was like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> the flowers were gorgeous. Like, don't get me wrong, but there mm-hmm. were like these hot pinks and peach oh. tones and I had specifically emphasized that little pops of like red were really important to me. Right. Um, it's just like part of like in the Chinese culture. Like yes. I don't do very many things that are Chinese, but little pops of red mean something to me. Mm-hmm. And there was no red in my bouquet whatsoever. Oh so um, we call on my florist and she's able to kind of fix it because she had a couple of red blooms in like her truck that she added to my bouquet. Okay. Um, but my planner knew that I was like a little upset and I was trying not to let it get me down. Right. But she noticed that our venue had a bunch of red flowers near like a fountain. And she was like, you know, if we switch your tables around and that's in your backdrop and we'll be in some of your pictures, it honestly didn't really matter. Um, It would have been fine either way, but it was great because the sound reverberates off of the building better. um, So it doesn't go off into the water. Mm -hmm. Um, it put a bunch of like my college friends's uh, reception tables closer to the bar. Like, okay, everything just worked out better <laughs> that way. Nice. And um, but I was nervous. I was like, oh gosh, we practiced assuming we would be facing a certain way. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. Um, the one thing is like. I said that the dance was largely for the pictures. I should have told our photographer to switch sides, but because Ah. the building is like the focal point in the background, he was on that side. So he got a lot of like my shoulder and my back, which is Mm. fine. Our pictures were great. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm surprised the photographer didn't kind of like walk around and like get different angles. I think he didn't want to get in the way of so we also had these like spark boxes they're called like cold sparks yes they're kind of like fireworks yeah yeah yeah. and super recommend any bride to have them they're totally worth the money totally super hype and they had this really gorgeous like backlighting um whenever they went off and I think he was trying to catch that and the focal point being the building and like our little flower arch so I see he definitely had his reasons for being where he was and our photographer was amazing so okay well yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's like you can only consider so many things (laughs) in the moment (laughs) so oh that's so funny I was gonna say like I don't remember seeing a hot pink in your flowers and I (laughs) so (laughs) I actually emailed him after the wedding I was like hey those hot pink I think they're called like anthurium flowers Uh can you edit those out a little bit and he did. So. Oh, really? Oh, so they yeah. were actually still in the bouquet and they were just edited? Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of what the bouquet looked like in real life. Oh my God, please do. Yeah. I will. Because <laughs> I was going to say, so your bridesmaids wore um, like varying shades of red as well. And it looked yes. like the flowers seemed to really match that. So the yes, pictures all came out came out right. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like therapeutics. I was like, oh, should I talk about the flowers? I'm, like, I'm going to talk about the flowers because they bothered it. me that day of. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the thing is like as brides, there are so many things that we care about and we plan for and then when it doesn't go right we know it's not gonna be the end of anything and like you know everything's still gonna be great and you're still gonna have a great time but like you can't help but be a little bit disappointed yeah um so I really thought I wasn't gonna care about the flowers but I think (laughs) I just got so in the weeds with the florist that I was just shocked that they weren't exactly as she had planned in her little proposal. Yeah. Um, 
but no, she made it right. I was really happy with the blooms um, overall, and they looked amazing in pictures. <laughs> I love that. Um, is there anything that you wish you knew before the wedding? Ooh, um, okay, I need a minute. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> On the same kind of page, like things, other things that you wish went differently or unexpected things. Our wedding was really super smooth. I think everyone says this, but the day goes by so quickly and yeah. you just have to always um, cherish like every moment. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like you could have done anything to make it like not go by so quickly? I, so we did have like a welcome party and mm-hmm. I wish that we had put a little bit more into it um mm-hmm. so this is very on brand like we're very like casual relaxed it was just at our house oh nice um we did have a barbecue catered and then um we did have like a it's a mobile bar oh. and it's a horse trailer oh and they cool. just come with two bartenders and instead of um having signature drinks at our wedding we had signature drinks at our welcome party um but that whole welcome party went by so quickly. Like I felt like I didn't have a chance to talk to everyone that I wanted to. Yeah. Um, which is fine because we had the wedding the next day. But even then, mm-hmm. you really don't get to talk to that many people. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You had um, a little over 100 guests. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I used to think that wasn't very much. Like I didn't used to think that was a big wedding. But like – that's actually a lot of people, especially if you're trying to have meaningful conversations with people. Yeah. And some people you haven't seen in a while. So yeah. you want to catch up with them, but you're yes. jumping from like, you know, person to person. There was actually, I felt so bad. Like right after our ceremony, our photographer's trying to gather the family to take photos. Mm-hmm. And one of my really good friends from college, like came up to me with her camera and she was like, oh, Elise, like, can we take a picture? And like, I was actually explicitly told by my planner that people would do this. And that yes. I, I have to say no, uh-huh. because the photographer is like on a schedule. And if we want to get the really gorgeous, like couple of photos with mm-hmm. the sunset, like we have to keep the day moving. Yeah. And I still feel bad for saying no, <laughs> uh, but we caught a picture later. So it was okay. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be like a happy medium there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like at first I was like, like everybody kept asking, but I was saying yes, Mm -hmm. but I actually was really glad that I did because um, I had all these plans of like having the professional photographer do photos with me with all my guests. Um, I had like a ton of different ideas and literally none of them got executed. So, which is totally (laughs) fine because I was so over photos um, once like the ceremony was over. Yeah. But um, I definitely appreciated some of those fo- um, like phone pics that I got with guests and stuff. The phone pics mean so much. Yeah. Like I have a collection of them and they're so much fun to look through because they're yes. so like real and like raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think like it's always nice when your guests send them to you afterwards as well. And, like right. especially since it takes a while to get the photos from your photographers. So it's like mm-hmm. I want some pictures. <laughs> So funny story, um, Garrett's grandfather, who's like 94, had yes. this little point and shoot camera and he's so adorable. <laughs> and I was looking forward so much to seeing the pictures on the camera, mm-hmm. but I found out later on he wasn't actually clicking like the shutter button. He was just <gasps> turning the camera on and off all night. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, Aww. oh well. <laughs> I just think the wedding from the point of view of Garrett's grandfather could have been so funny to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoulda, coulda, woulda. 
Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned earlier a little bit, you know, you are Chinese and you don't do a lot of Chinese things or whatever. Were there any traditions that you did incorporate in besides the color red? I did ask um, my parents if they wanted to do like a tea ceremony. And they were mm -hmm. like, no, you do whatever you want. So we didn't do a tea ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, at the wedding, I did find this amazing um, like signage calligraphy person. Ooh, and yeah. she made these like custom menus into um, – they fit into these little red envelopes, which are called hongpaos. And they're traditionally like, you know, given out like celebrations and they right. have money in that. But, you know, at our wedding, it was just a menu. Um, <laughs> but they were these red envelopes with like gold leafing on them. And she made the matching table signs as well as your name placards. Wow. And they were just so subtle and so beautiful. Like they were really pieces of art. Mm -hmm. And she also did like our welcome signs. So these are all things that I thought I wouldn't care about as a bride. But yeah. as the day got closer – I was like Christine, who was the girl that did like all the signage. I was like, uh -huh. I need this. And she made, <laughs> she executed flawlessly. And I had like, I didn't know what to expect, but the welcome sign is still hanging in our house today as like a piece of decor. Really? And it's like a really beautiful keepsake to have. Yeah. So, wow, that's um, really cool. And yeah. it sounds beautiful. I yeah. want to see some <laughs> pictures of that too. Yes. <laughs> The um, what was really cool is the name placards, or I don't know what people call them, um, but they each had like a different flower on them that represented something um, significant. So I think it was like a lotus, a peony, an orchid, and a chrysanthemum. Uh -huh. But each flower corresponded with the kind of dish that each guest got because oh. um, the venue required you to indicate on each person's uh, table setting what they were having to make life easier for the servers. Makes sense. Um, so each flower corresponded to like, um, you know, beef, chicken, fish, or vegetarian. Right. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah. Well, Elise, do you have any like final thoughts for the audience? Um, I say if you think you care about the details, care about them, like get them. Like yes. the details are so fun and such beautiful keepsakes for you to have. Mm-hmm. People say like, oh, the menus don't matter. Oh, the sign cards don't matter. If you want them, just like go for it. Like, yeah. It is your wedding day. Do what you want. Um, oh, I did want to mention. Yes. People say wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> Who cares? Like wear whatever <laughs> shoes you want. Like, yes. I was in these like four inch stilettos from like 3 p.m. until – I don't think they came off until 9 p.m. Yeah. And – I loved it. Like my feet hurt so much the next day, but I felt like such a rock star, like in those heels. Yeah. Um, totally worth it. We'll probably never wear them again, but I love them. Yeah. You stayed in the same shoes and like the same dress the whole night, right? Pretty much. Yeah. And I thought about having a second dress, but I think that just would have cut into my night a little bit because getting mm -hmm. out and into a dress takes a lot of work. It can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. Um, and then you were saying like, if you don't think you care about the details, but you do, and you talked a lot about all these details you didn't expect yourself to care about, but mm -hmm. like ended up caring. Was there any detail that you thought you did care about, but didn't like the opposite? Oh, the late night bites. Okay. So, and it was, I, I think the late night bites were probably really great. I'll never know because I never tried any. <laughs> But uh, with a wedding, our wedding was from 4 to 10 p.m. So mm -hmm. it was six hours, just about like the average length of a wedding. But 10 yeah. p.m. is a little early. So we didn't like need to have late night bites, but yeah. I just wanted them. Yeah. And we had like truffle fries and sliders. And mm -hmm. we had a mac and cheese bar. Ooh. And like, yeah, it was – I heard it was great. <laughs> but, like I never had any. <laughs> yeah. 
And I think we had just fed our guests so much throughout the um, event that mm-hmm. it really wasn't necessary for a wedding that ended at 10. Did you do like takeout boxes or anything for it? Our venue packed up. Um, so we had uh, like two or three people that couldn't show up because of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So they gave us their meals like packed up, which was cool because oh, we wow. had like lunch the next day. Um, and they packed up one of each of the desserts um, and obviously the cake. Yeah. So we also had a dessert bar. And I heard that we had like this creme brulee thing and <laughs> they just ran out of it. And oh. that was the one dessert where everyone was like, that was amazing. Like, nice. <laughs> you need to have that. But I never tried it. So. Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, our friends who were all guests at Elisa's wedding send us comments about what your favorite late night dessert or late night bites and dessert were and <laughs> describe them in detail since Elise didn't get to try them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Elise, so much for coming on and sharing some of those details. Your pictures were beautiful. Thank um, you so much. So I'm glad to hear <laughs> that it ended up being just like a really smooth ride for you and just like a ton of fun. And thank you so much for doing this podcast. It is so fun just to listen to real bridal stories. And I think after your wedding day, you're just on this high and yes. you want to relive it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different kind of high to get to relive other people's weddings yeah. over and over again. So No, this is totally. So <laughs> I like every single every single guest that I have on here, I like just get so hyped hearing about their weddings. Um, so I really hope listeners feel the same way. Um, okay, I will be posting some of those beautiful photos of Elisa's wedding. Uh, maybe an ed- unedited picture so we can see what the flowers really look like. <laughs> maybe on the story <laughs> so it's not permanent. <laughs> that IG is at On Brand Brides. And yeah, comment your favorite story from the wedding. Thank you again, Elise. I hope you had fun. Thanks, Song. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.